0: Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is
1: Rahul Reddy. Today is December 21st. The time is about... p.m. Red noon PC has been conducting Zoom calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. Put your camera on.
2: Divya? Hi. um, Can you hear me?
1: Yes, go ahead, Divya.
2: Hi. um, Thank you for uh, taking my call. Um, I have two questions. So one is like um, I'll just uh, tell me uh, tell my scenario. So we went in 2014 and we got stamped visa until 2016. Okay. We got attended mm-hmm. until May 23rd. Um, so uh, May 2023. No, you, you you
1: got you got stamping. You said after that I missed out. What did you
2: say? Yeah, yeah. I uh, got stamped. After that, we never went to India, so we are still okay. uh, to go. So recently. Okay. We had an approved I-797 until May 2023. Um, So planning to go in Jan, okay? So that's one scenario. We're going in Jan. um, So our employer said um, there are chances like they will give only until May 2023, even though we have a new approval notice, which is from 2023 May till May 2026.
1: So we are getting confused. No no ma'am you will get until may 2026 there is a slight possibility there is a slight possibility that they may give it only up to 3 years but there is no possibility that
3: mm-hmm.
2: they will
1: give it to you only until may after
2: okay so um next question is like if i get um, until jan 2026 in case um, so what? Even the, so, the port of entry also will give only until Jan 2026, right? Or they will give until May 2026.
1: Jan 2026.
2: Okay. So what will happen after Jan? Even though I have a valid approval notice, till May 2026, will we be out of status after Jan or something? Because I you can ex-
1: you can extend the status at that point of time, or you can go to outside the country and come back one more time.
2: Oh, we have to go outside the country after Jan.
1: Or extend it before January
2: before January. Okay,
1: yeah.
2: Thank you so much. Next person,
4: please. Uh, hi, um, basically my question is uh, uh, our 485 interview has been done on September uh, thir- uh, 13th of this year, and still we didn't get any approval, uh, but uh, when we went to the interview at the time, the dates are not current and the visa numbers are not there. But uh, later, I think uh, sometime in October, the dates came, uh, uh, my uh, priority date is current as well as the visa numbers are available. But still the case is moving from Texas Texas Center to Nebraska. But uh, when I called yesterday to, uh, with uh, the immigration... I
1: I, I know the problem, ma'am. I know what you're trying to do. They won't do it, okay? They are not giving you the green card. They are going you, ping-ponging you from here to there, there to here. But they're not giving you the green card, okay? What to do, okay? I made a 10-minute video only on that, okay? And I want you to watch that video, okay? okay? And you probably need to sue the USCIS. It's called writ of mandibus. Technically, what does it mean is Hey, it's taking over the time necessary for them to adjudicate the application. Please adjudicate the application. Please watch this video. Kurt, you're speaking something. I interrupted
5: you.
4: Okay. Just I want to bring one more thing to your attention. Uh, On a day before yesterday, when I spoke with the information specialist about my application, I gave the A number and the receipt number. Uh, I think the information specialist told that it was U.S. USCIS is approved by card. But physically, I can't able to view it. They can view it. But they asked me to call to NVC. Okay, or, keep
1: calling all the locations, what you're telling, ma'am. I'm not going to tell you no, okay? Or you do what what, what I said to you, okay?
4: So there is no other, uh, I mean, how? I, I, I,
1: I Maybe there is. I don't know. You try all those things. If they because tell you to go to Alaska, to ma'am, you, you're telling me. If you, they you tell you to go to Alaska, go to Alaska. Go do all those things. If that doesn't work, come to us. <sighs>
2: because that is, if that works, works, don't come to us. If, the, if that
1: works, you get the green card, don't come to us. You're good. Now, its it, I'm not telling for all the people they have to come. For about 25% of the people, it gets resolved. For 75% of the people, it doesn't. You Try all those things. You call this person, you go there, you got the you do those things. You go to Alaska, you go to Hawaii, whatever you tell, you do it. It works. Next person, please. Uh, I'm unable to send the message to everybody. Uh, Sruti, can you make sure that I'm able to send message to everybody? Yes, Rahul, this is Chetan here.
6: Uh, I just have a quick question. So, uh, can you hear me, Rahul? Yeah, go ahead, Chetan. Yeah. So I am, I am uh I'm been in us from last few months and I came here on L1B and uh, mm-hmm. due to some reasons, my company did file it L and L1B versus L1A. Do you, I did qualify for L1A because I was working on a managerial position as a project manager. I just wanted to know, can I switch being in us? Can I switch from L1B?
1: Absolutely. B- you can.
6: To L1A. And uh, so Uh, My employer can do it. And is it like EB1C I'll be falling in or which category I'll be falling in?
1: Well, there are two different things. When we discuss about soccer, okay, we don't discuss LBW, do we? No. Okay. So now L1 is different and EB1 is different. However, though, as a strategic plan, though, It may be better that you get to L1 and then file the EB1C category, but is it absolutely necessary for you to move to L1A to file an EB1C? The answer is no. You can directly file an EB1C right now.
7: Okay.
6: So I don't have to go to EB1, I mean, L1A and then file EB1C, but I can still do it filing an EB1C.
1: But strategically some of the lawyers, will try to do the EB uh, L1A before they go to the EB1. Now, in my office, though, there are two two theories, though. Emily says that's a waste of money. I believe it's a better strategy, but I'm not telling she's right. I'm just going to tell I'm right. Okay. okay. My business partner thinks I'm wrong.
6: Just one more thing okay. to add here. So, I I was a project manager. I was handling I, and on a manager position, and I'm also having. You the told same... me
1: that. You told yeah. me
6: that. Yeah. So I think I'm good. That. that. So just wanted to clarify that. So thanks,
1: you should try. You should try EB1. c whether you want to go through L1A route. I don't care, but you should try the EB1 is EB10. For sure, it. I will tell you.
6: But sure. There is no uh, disagreement
1: on that part in our law firm. Next Got process. you. Got you, Rahul.
6: Thank, thanks, Rahul, for
1: your info. Thank you. Best of luck. Next
7: person,
6: please. Adi. Hey Rahul, uh, thanks for taking time to answer these calls. Uh, so, uh, day before yesterday, USC has released a, a news alert about uh, options for non-immigrant workers uh, after the termination. I know. Of a... I know.
1: One of, the, to... one of the thing. Then is one of the thing is called. Um, uh, Circumstances EAD. Yeah, uh, we're going Correct. to address that issue on Tuesday. It's been addressed many times before by our office, maybe yes. uh, uh, compelling circumstances EAD, but we'll address it again on Tuesday though.
6: And and uh, yeah, thank you for doing that. Uh, uh, and one quick question: there is a lot of false information being shared around social media, around this, around what to, what to do, what not to do. So we will wait until Tuesday to get
4: answers. Yeah,
1: may, maybe we'll do it before itself. Let me see if I can get it done tomorrow. That uh, that thing. Let me see. But we didn't yeah. address it in the same fashion as when you get the layoff. Though, but it was been addressed by us. Watch this video. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But we will address it if you get laid off. What to do?
6: Yeah, because because one of the documents within USCIS mentions a law that has been you know back in 2016, and uh, there is it, lot.
1: It's of, been there. We have done many things. We'll address that. Okay. Thank you. We'll thank try you. to do it tomorrow.
3: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ajay. Hi Rahul. Hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a question regarding my 485, which was filed uh, last year, October. Uh, and then uh, uh, we also did the 485J for EB2 uh, upgrade. And then I got relocated. Um, after that, we did two things. After relocating, I switched to EAD. And uh, then uh, my attorney said I also have to do a 485 Supplement J first. Why? Uh, Why? So uh, for location change on the 485.
1: No, you don't need. It. You don't need it.
3: They never yeah. said it, that you need it. Location change. Keep going. Yeah. So I went, uh, I don't know if I ever gave the confirmation. It could be my fault. But she did it anyway on our her, her side, the attorney. Uh, she can't do it. When, you must sign the 485. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I signed it. I signed right, it. Well, You signed it. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, before she did it, I also did an AR-11 for address change to the new location, which is a different
1: Okay. Site. So what's, what's your
3: question now? Uh, is this a problem? This situation where we have an Air Eleven going in first, and uh, twenty days later, No, nah, nah, it's not a problem. Nobody cares about that, right?
1: Nobody cares about that. Okay. The lawyer and, just wants the lawyer just wants to make extra money. That's
3: good. Yeah, that's what I thought. And since company was paying, I was like, whatever. Uh, but uh, now I'm worried that two things happened. But you're saying they're okay. No, sir, you're so, good. You're good. Okay. I don't see any problem with it okay and the second thing is my priority date is october 2012 and uh, uh, so obviously they may have put me in the EB 2 category now because i did the uh right so with the dates not getting current anytime soon uh my question is i have an h1b approval till uh, 2025 october uh, uh, and uh, like i said before i switched to ead right so at any point uh, can that serve as a backup for me, that H-1B in the next three do you, years? Why didn't it backup for me? Uh, worst case scenario or EAD doesn't...
1: Well, well, I would I would rather want you to address. Yeah, it can serve, but once the worst case comes in, you have to let me know what the worst case is. Let's say if you murdered somebody, you killed somebody, okay? okay. Well, can you go back to H-1B? No, you can't. So I need to know what the worst case is.
3: Okay, but you're 90% saying
1: 90% of the time, in the 90% of the time, it won't help you.
3: It won't help. 10% you.
1: of the time, it may help you. Okay.
3: Okay. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm imagining uh, whether 485 might get into a problem or. Yeah. I, I,
1: yeah. Well, people have so many comprehensions about 485. They want to make money for immigration lawyers. Next yeah. person, please. Right. Thank
7: you. um uh, Hi, Ral. Uh, so, I have a question on like, uh, the tra- w- we both, myself and my wife, both have advanced parole EAD recently. Uh, so, we want to go to India for a H1B stamping, but uh, Why? the dates are like. Uh, Why do
1: you want to go to India to get with stamping?
7: So, but uh, uh, I know like an advanced parole we can enter, but do we maintain H1B like uh, after coming back?
1: Yes, you are maintaining H1B. I don't know why you want to do it. Yeah, but you're still maintaining the H-1B.
7: Okay. So the reason is
1: I -hmm. I think I asked the question instead, like I'm with the
7: full-time employer, but uh, I may change the employer. I don't
1: care. I don't care why you want to maintain the H-1B, but you are in H-1B even after you come back in advance world.
7: So both are independent, like uh, traveling uh, um, advanced world, nothing to do with uh, H-1B.
1: That's right, sir. You're still in H1B. Don't go for stamping. Don't get stuck there for some technical reasons and then you cannot come back and then you bang your head You then, then you're you. I don't know why people love H1Bs. I don't know. Wow. Well, thank you. Because yeah. I I should have this Mahal at the back. It's not real. Though. Next person, please.
7: Thank you. Yeah. Saneen?
8: Hey, uh, thanks for uh, taking the call. Uh, so currently I'm an uh, SRE DevOps role um, and I have a green card. Uh, software. This, uh,
1: I don't know what DevOps is. I don't know what SRE is. It's all software for me.
8: Okay. So it's like a system administration type of a role. But
1: it's still software for me.
8: Okay. So uh, currently I have a like priority date is 2015 uh, uh, October and I would like to move to a full-time uh, software engineer role, right? So when I asked around, looks like I need to start the perm process, uh, etc. Not
1: necessary at all. Not necessary at all. If you were working for fan companies, you don't need it. Fan is, well, Facebook, not anymore, meta, that one. Google, Apple, Microsoft, you don't need to. And if either uh, you're a lawyer, you don't need to.
7: Okay. Uh, And I don't uh, know which
1: lawyer you... Because it's all software for us. People come and tell me that they're doing Java. They're doing Oracle. Well, according to us, you know what Java means? The Java beans. And there is a country by name Java. Which one is it? Is it a country or a Java coffee bean? When people say Oracle, well, I go back to Greece. Oracles used to tell who's going to win the wars. So for me, it's all software, guys. It's all software. So if you move one software to another software, no, you don't need it. Let me tell you one thing. Let's say, for example, Java 6.0, you start a labor certification. By the time you get the green card, it's going to be, I don't know, maybe 100 years. Okay. I don't know, maybe 60 years. The Java 6.0 does not exist at a later date. Do you need a labor certification amendment? No, it's not required. But there are some lawyers that only purpose is make money. They will try to do it.
8: Okay. And uh, another question. Go ahead. Like, yeah, twenty fifteen October. What do you think? I think there there are lots of retrogressions and all. So yeah, uh, twenty fifteen
1: October is going to be a long time. But hopefully, I've gone wrong ten thousand times. I hope I go wrong for you again. Okay. 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 But if you're going to ask me the question, I'll give you five dollars. Let's do the parrot guy. Okay. You put $5 and you show me the parrot thing. I'll send you $5. Next person, please.
8: Sure. Hi. Um, thanks for taking the call, Rahul. Um, I have a H-1B and I got an EAD approved. So can I continue with my employer on H-1B and take another um, side gig on EAD? Or does it get invalidated? Okay.
1: No. Well, see, the purpose right now for you is to not to inform the H-1B employer. Correct. Right? Well, you do it, you're not doing anything illegal. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Okay. That's it. And I I can maintain both statuses? That's a different issue though. Your purpose is okay. only to not not inform the employer, is right?
8: No, I can actually inform the employer. They won't mind if I'm doing something else. But
1: then they would they would mind. I'm assuming they would. Um, so hmm? Technic, technically, you will be on EAD. EAD. I have to answer the question.
7: Okay. okay.
1: But let's say if you want to move back to H1B, you can just mm-hmm. cross the border. Here is Mexico. Here is USA. Mm.
5: You
1: come here and you go, then you'll be on H1B. Hmm. Okay. But you can switch back anytime you okay. want. Okay. That's called the Margarita mix. Margarita switch, sorry. Margaret. Okay. okay we invented okay. that word called barketer so if if ever you want to switch it you can always do it
8: okay another quick question when we filed the eb1 um, in september it showed the uh, i40 140 timeline as i think um, 7 or 8 months and now the same thing is showing 14 months so is it
1: keeping on going to increase like this or premium process do the premium process that's easier okay okay Okay, thank you. Watch this, Margarita, switch. Okay, you can switch. Okay. it's called Ma. You go to Mexico, you can switch it. Next person.
2: Please.
9: Okay, Stay down. Hi, um, I'm currently on uh, grace period. Um, I'm evaluating different options. So one of the options is uh, getting on, applying for H four, a change of status. So my question is, when it's uh, it's going to take so, a so long time? Con-
1: right? you're coming near the 6 years of h1b
9: no uh, so my team was laid off for the company so my last okay. date was does,
1: does your wife has the? Uh, does your wife when is the last date
9: uh, december 5th was the last date and it's not clear i'm going to have like three more paychecks but it's not clear when the grace period december is going to take the, out
1: De- december, december 5th was the last date right uh, of course 60 days you have after that so right. okay so you going to apply for h4 okay what's your question
9: uh, my wife, she's on H1. She so has, I want not approved, but you never know what's going to happen, right? So I'm kind of evaluating. So in the case where I apply for H4, like right before the grace period is ending, and if you get a job like in March or something after grace period, and they file for like, how should that H1 look like? Is that an extension or change of status? Or should I go to India for like working for that company?
1: There's a good chance you will go to India and get the stamping done and come back. Do you have a stamping right now?
9: I, I don't have.
1: Yeah, you will have to. Then you have to go outside the country and get the stamping. There's a very good possibility that let's say in uh, in April of two thousand and twenty, April of two thousand and twenty-two. Okay. Um, give me one second. April of two thousand twenty-three. Sorry. Right. Um, and you you get an offer from Microsoft. Right. Since you already left the company in December 5th of 2022, it's been more than two, 60 days though. Right. They will, they may not grant the change of, change of employer. Microsoft may not be even interested in applying for change of employer though. So they will do the console processing. You will have to go to India and come back. If your H4 is approved, then you're good.
9: Yeah, I don't think because H one will take some. Time, I got it. Right? I got it. I got
1: it. Yeah. So actually, we we did cover this topic yesterday, though. If you go to the first, skip the first five minutes. The second topic will be that one. Second or third topic will be that one.
9: Got it. So when okay. I talk to the immigration lawyers at the new company, what should I tell them? Like they ask like your questions, right? Are you on status? I,
1: I want I want the status to be changed. Uh, I want my H Status to be changed here in United States for change of status from H4 to H1. Okay. That's what and you would you, ask for.
9: Got it. And when they do it, do I have to once H1 is approved, right? And depending upon whether COS is approved or not, should I withdraw the H4
1: application later? Um I would not do that though. Here is the problem with that though. When you withdraw it, you know what the USCS does it? They do everything when we tell them not to do it. When we request them, we beg them, please expedite, expedite. They don't do it. Why would I not withdraw it? Okay. If you withdraw, this is what's going to happen. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to happen or I don't know. These people come to my Zoom calls. I don't know what. They will approve your H4 and then withdraw it.
9: Okay. What happens when when I have then, H-1 then, approved and then H-4 if, approved? And then, if,
1: if, then then you will be out of status. Then you will be in Hyderabad. We call it as Nagarka Nagatka. That's the reason why if you get a H-1B and you get the H-4 plus EAD. Okay. What I recommend to do it is go to Mexico and come back and h one Is
9: that after H-4 is withdrew withdrawn or is that before that?
1: No, if both get approved, H4, H1 four, H gets approved, H4 right. gets approved. You're in H4, right. is it right? Right. I, that, and you well, want to move yeah. you want to move back to H1. Right. You don't want to file the change of status and all the money and all those things. Right? Right. So I offer you a simple thing, $400 or $500, and you don't have to inform anybody. You just go have a margarita and come back. You'll be on h one How about that?
9: Okay, so I have to... I'm not... Good. Okay.
1: Watch this video, okay? Okay. Okay.
9: Got next it. person,
1: please. First you. 20 minutes, watch it. It's called Margareta Magic, okay? Next person, please. Yes. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on, guys. Srinivas, go ahead. I can't hear you, Srinivas. Sometimes when you log in, you have to tell whether you want to keep your audio on or not. So next person, please. I can't hear you, Srinivas. Srinivas. Next person, please. Rupa.
10: Hi. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for yes, this, taking this call this evening. Sure. So oh, you guys can hear me, right?
1: Yes, I can. Go ahead, Rupa.
10: Okay. Sure. Uh, so I have a question here. So I'm on my H1B and my priority date is 2015. And my husband is also on H1B and his priority date is 2014. Uh, so, hmm. on H- so on his H1B. So you guys did
1: not file the 485?
10: yeah we did we did file 485 and i also got the eid from his application last year but until now i haven't used it but now i am in a plan of using it so uh, say that i use this i use this eid from next year and say my employer wants to because under national interest waiver or uh, waiver i am planning to apply for eb1 with in my case. So if I use the EID, can I
1: apply EB-1? First of all, National Interest waiver is not a EB-1. That's of course, maybe you're using a uh, wrong
10: uh,
4: word. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Got,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. So if your intention is to get to EB-1 though, and you uh-huh. are the dependent on the 485 application, technically you can file an EB-1, okay? But that's mm-hmm. not what you want to do. Later on, you want to get the green card through the EB-1. So mm. to get the green card, you need to file a 485 application. Mm. Can you use the existing 485 application to actually port the EB-3 of your husband or EB-2 of your husband EB2. to your EB-1? It's not going to happen. Okay? So you will have to file a fresh EB-1 485 application. For that, I don't mm. want you to use. I do not want you to use a EID.
10: Okay, if I'm doing a fresh EB1 application, so you suggest not to use the EID that I got through my husband. No, ma'am.
1: You're right. You're right, ma'am. You should
9: not. Okay. 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 And uh hi Rahul, uh, we have this uh another question uh on this. So if we end up, if she ends up uh, taking the EAD and down the lane, when we get to the interview process, when my dates become current, and for whatever reason, if it goes wrong and both of us are uh, have to immediately leave the country or so, in that case,
1: I am a, I am be... not worried about four eight five going wrong.
4: Okay. Okay.
1: okay. I am more worried because a lot of people are paranoid about this four eight five. What they are not Mm. paranoid about is that if your H1B gets denied, your Mm 485 will be in trouble. They are not paranoid about it. You have less than 1% chance of getting problem in 485. You have 10% problem of getting in the H1B. Remember those days? Do you recall those days of Trump era, how it was H1B extensions were getting denied?
9: Mm. Yes, yes.
1: Well, Trump is contesting again. Okay. And your 485 is not going to be approved <laughs> by 2024. Okay. He has a 50% you know. probability of getting. It. So I am more so for, for your reason, I'm not interested in keeping the H1B. For what Rupa said, to get into mm-hmm. EB1, I want to keep the H1B
10: okay okay so okay for suppose uh, if i'm taking an ead my h1 status would be gone right say that yeah. you know uh, i mean people are just i wanted to take the ead but people are just scaring me that what if something goes wrong both of you would be am, i'm tired of, i'm that. tired of it you, I'm tired <laughs> yeah of i
1: know I, I'm, yeah so i'm not uh, going yes. to argue with you about that ma'am okay just no, no, no,
10: no, I, I totally agree with you. I am on the same, I am so on the same what, page. You need, same page. The you
1: need to move to the question. So, Let me go to the so next question. Uh,
10: what about, like, say for, suppose, uh, if, uh, okay, if something goes wrong, I can, uh, how much, how much time okay, period I have? Okay, uh, ma'am, I, 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 I
5: addressed,
1: I addressed all those issues in the video, ma'am, okay? For if you planning to go for EB1, don't use the EAD. Next person, please. Oh. I am tired of telling people use the EAD. Uh, I'm I don't tired know. of telling people not to make money for the immigration uh, office.
5: Hey, um, can, yeah, you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay, so here's the situation. I'm on H-1B, my wife's on H-1B. We have our EAD and advanced parole approved. I am planning to switch a job right now and my new H-1B will be filed in premium. Uh, my wife wants to use the EAD an advanced parole. Who and is the primary applicant? Who is the primary I, applicant? I am the primary applicant. Okay. Uh, but she has her own H1B, but on the advanced, the 485 I am I got it. You're the primary applicant. You want to maintain the H1B. She wants to use the EAD, okay? Correct. Now we plan to travel to India. The, the only challenge is that there is no premium processing for H4, so we won't really get an H4 even if we apply for it now. So can we, I get my H-1B on premium and she and I, we both travel back on advance parole. Does she need to maintain a non-immigrant status like H-1 or H-4 after we come back?
1: No, she doesn't need to. I she did doesn't. not.
5: Okay. okay. I was so an immigration we- lawyer.
1: When I was using the EAD, letting my... As a dependent EAD, and I was actually attending the four eight five interviews, and people like you um, asked the question to me, Rahul, when did you get the green card? And you know what I told them in the interview? I will tell you later on because if I tell my client I'm not, I don't have a green card, the guy will go run away. <laughs> okay,
5: so oh. so uh, so it's okay for her not to have. A, she can switch on the EAD. She does not I need my. She doesn't. My wife was an H one B. I was an EAD. Okay. Perfect. That helps. I think that's the only, because we were kind of scared uh, because my attorney was trying to tell me that I need to keep that non-immigrant status for my wife. Yeah, because that's how we make the money. I don't have this building, guys. That's fake. Next person.
2: (laughs) Thank you.
1: Next person, please.
2: Madhu? I will have some
1: time to answer the question, guys. Uh, Put it in the chat to everybody. I will try to answer about seven or eight questions. Madhu, go ahead.
11: Hey, Rahul. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the time. Um, I think yesterday, briefly, I asked my question, but the thing is, like, I got laid off uh, on December 9th, and I, my last paycheck was on 16th. And uh, uh, I think I, yeah, December 9th would yeah. be the date. That would be 60, from there, the 60 days starts, right? From December mm-hmm. 9th. And mm-hmm. uh, I have my GCEAD. And um, at, at this time, since I got laid off, I just wanted to use the GCEAD. Uh, like I just wanted to understand that
4: Why using no? the GCID.
11: Why not? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will use it, but um, I don't have a job offer yet. But uh, within the sixty days, if I don't find a job offer, okay. I, am I still okay. good
1: in this status? No, no. I would. I want you to have an employment immediately, though. I want okay. you to consult a lawyer privately because I don't want any gaps in the employment. Two or three days, four or five days is fine. More than that, you cannot, you should not. Because the whole purpose why we are giving the green card is you have a continuous job offer from the time the labor certification has been filed to all the way until you get the green card. But on December 16th, you may be losing the job offer. So I don't want you to take a risk. I think so we addressed that issue um, recently. Okay, one second. Give me one second. Yeah, we did address that issue, but maybe we will address that issue separately. You you can self-employ yourself. You can have your wife employ you, but I don't want you to be unemployed. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So, so thank Sorry, you. Sorry, go ahead. So, you have any more questions, Madhu?
11: Yeah, yeah, I do, I do actually. Uh, so, it's like I, as soon as I, I like my uh, sister has a company, and like as soon as I fill the online,
1: that should yeah. be fine, right? That should be fine. She can give me a round. There are some restrictions with regards to, uh, there are some restrictions with regards to who can employ, who cannot, who cannot employ in the in the labor certification though. But when it comes to a when it comes to the uh, uh, foray, after 485, eight tries, then your sister can employ you.
11: Okay, that sounds perfect. Because I just want to make sure I run the payroll without
1: any delays on that. Yeah, that's you. Better off with her, okay? Better off with All her. Right. All right, thank you. I suggest you that. Next person, please. Sorry, I'll go to the questions that are coming here, guys. Let me go with this. Both me and my wife, H1B, no I 140 for both. I'm on the grace period and planning to move back to India next year. Priority date is December 2014. Well, I don't know. Harish got cut off. I'm planning to move back to India next uh, year. My priority date is 2014. 485 is no you should not move at this point of time if you don't have a job you need to find some other job uh, but in, if you move your green card will be ruined it's not advisable sri ram you need to consult a lawyer i have an approved i140 june uh, uh, 2015 june priority so if i get h1b after the grace period will anything happen to the previous i140 uh, previous answer no you're good you're good i am only speaking of those who file the 485. Those who did not file the 485, they are good. They can have a 60-day gap period. Not a problem. In March 2022, I've started with a new employer and my H-1B petition was approved in the client. And later on, I moved to client in a different location on a H-1B amendment. Okay, that's good. And filed in August 20. I have a visa stamping with my previous employer. Can I travel to India while the amendment is pending? I would recommend get it approved in premium processing. Uh, uh, are there any risk involved planning for five day trip There's a port of entry of knowledge of my pending petition. If you can get the amendment approved, I would like, it. but is it technically required to get the amendment approved? No. The answer is no. Uh, they will have, a, they, they will be knowledgeable that the amendment is pending. So they know that you are not working in the old location, you're working with a new location. Uh, I-94 do not have GAP, but CBP-94 is a GAP. I am not aware. So should I go for India stamping? I got multiple H-1B extensions after that. Should I need to mention it somewhere? You need to discuss that with a lawyer. You need to discuss that with a lawyer one-on-one. I'm planning to move back to India next year. Your priority date is to the 484. 484 is in progress. You should not move back to India. That is a bad, 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 bad idea. It's going to it's going to negatively impact, and you cannot come back and B two B one B two. You have to come back and H one B. You can come back and H one B in future, though not and B one B. Seven or eight years before you take that decision, since you're in four eight five application, I would definitely consult a lawyer. Bad idea to go to India. Now, if somebody loses a job and sixty days grace period is getting over, they are lo- going to India. I encourage them to go to India. Thank you guys for coming The next Zoom conference will be tomorrow at 11.30.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman daily podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.